Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread arrived, the day for sacrificing the Passover lamb, he sent out Peter and John instructing them, go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. When the hour came, he took his place at table with the apostles. He said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I shall not eat it again until there is fulfillment in the kingdom of God. Then he took the bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which will be given up for you. Do this in memory of me. And likewise the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which will be shed for you. The Gospel of the Lord. I'm going to preach first in Spanish and then give a summary in, I'm sorry, in English, and then give a summary in Spanish. Voy a predicar primero en inglés y luego dar un resumen en español. This gospel passage we just heard was used by St. Charles Borromeo in his first homily upon arriving in Milan as their archbishop because for a number of years he had been already named Archbishop of Milan, but his uncle, the Pope, kept him in Rome working for him and didn't let, go back, let him go back to Milan to assume his duties as Archbishop. So he said, just like Jesus said to his apostles at the Last Supper, I have, with great desire, I have desired to share this Passover with you. With great desire, St. Charles had desired to be with his people in Milan, and finally he had made it. In the same way, Jesus eagerly desires to encounter us, to share himself with us, especially through the most blessed sacrament of the Eucharist. He pours himself out in sacrificial love. St. Charles Borromeo followed his example. He died the evening of November 3rd, 1584, at the age of 46, worn out, by giving himself in his pastoral labors, worn out by pouring himself out in sacrificial love for his people. That is, he gave all as a prophet, as a priest, and as a shepherd of Jesus Christ. Each one of us, by virtue of our baptism and confirmation, is also called to follow the example of Jesus and St. Charles. That is to be prophets and priests and shepherds, to proclaim, to celebrate, and to live the faith. And I'd like to offer you four lessons on how St. Charles did that. Lesson number one from the life of St. Charles, the virtue of humility. St. Charles was from a ducal family, a noble family, and the family crest showed the word humilitas with a crown over the, the word humility in Latin. Humility, according to St. Thomas Aquinas, is very simply truth. It's having a true sense of our relationship with ourself, with others, and with God. And of course, the fundamental truth of that is that we need God. We are weak, imperfect, sinful. We need to count on a strength which is greater than our weakness, and that is God. 
We are absolutely dependent upon him. And so in humility, we need to abandon ourselves to his divine providence. That is to have confident trust in his grace, that he is with us, and he always gives us all the grace and all the strength we need to remain faithful to him. So lesson number one, the importance of the virtue of humility. Lesson number two, again, we are all called to be prophets, to know, to proclaim, and yes, to defend the truth of the Catholic faith. St. Charles was Archbishop of Milan in the second half of the 16th century, the 1560s to 1580s, when the church was ripped apart. The world was divided by the Protestant denials of many truths of the faith. And St. Charles indefatigably visited all of his parishes. Every year he visited every parish in the Archdiocese of Milan, which then and today was the largest archdiocese in Europe. He taught the faith himself in his cathedral and in his parishes. He founded something called the Confraternity of Christian Doctrine, which we know today as CCD, right? In order to train lay people to be effective catechists to teach the faith, especially to children. Because of this, St. Charles Borromeo is the patron saint of catechists, of all those who teach the faith. He also founded a great seminary to, feet, to, treat, uh, to teach future priests. The Council of Trent, that great reform council of that time, and St. Charles being the model bishop who instituted the reforms of the Council of Trent realized that if the people were going to receive their teachings, not only lay people had to be trained to be catechists, but the priests had to be faithfully and solidly trained. And so he was the model bishop founding the model seminary in Milan, and he is also the patron saint of seminarians. Let us pray to him in a special way for all of our seminary. We have 49 seminarians in our diocese studying to be our future priests. Let us pray to St. Charles for them. And we too are called to follow his example. We are called to study the faith, to be able to explain and defend the faith. First of all, to live it ourselves, right? If we're going to live it, we need to know what it is that we believe. But we also have to be ready and prepared to be able to explain it and defend it to those that we encounter. So lesson number two is to be prophets, to know, proclaim, and defend the truth of the faith. Lesson number three from the life of St. Charles, to be priests, to celebrate the beauty of the sacraments. Again, in the Protestant revolt of the 16th century and their denial of the importance of the sacraments, St. Charles Borromeo emphasized the importance of encountering the Lord Jesus and his saving grace in the sacraments. He personally administered them throughout his diocese. Again, he wasn't required to by church law, but he visited every parish in his diocese, mountainous diocese, a lot of far away small chapels up in the mountains with difficult access. He visited every parish every year personally administering the sacraments, especially, of course, the sacrament of confirmation to his faithful every year. When the plague struck Milan, it was a little bit like our recent experience with the uh, coronavirus. When the plague struck Milan and the civil authorities fled to the hills because they didn't want to get sick, St. Charles basically took over the administration of the city. And one thing he did so that people could at least attend mass was he had altars set up in the public squares so that people could just go to their windows and pray along with mass and attend mass without having to go out and go into churches and risk contaminating one another. We too are called to celebrate the beauty of the sacraments. 
to live the sacraments, especially those two great sacraments we can receive frequently, the sacrament of penance and reconciliation, the great sacrament of mercy, and of course the most blessed sacrament of the Eucharist, which the Lord pours out for us, making us completely one with him. We're called to live the sacraments. We're called to invite others to live the sacraments, perhaps especially reaching out to our brothers and sisters in the faith, our Catholic brothers and sisters who have fallen away from the practice of the faith and the sacraments. That's something St. Charles Borromeo did, reaching out especially to those who had fallen away. Let us follow his example. Lesson number three, be priests. Celebrate the beauty of the sacraments. Lesson number four, be shepherds. To lead others by love, by our service, by the goodness of our lives. St. Charles Borromeo was the younger brother of a ducal family, so his brother inherited the ducal crown and the fortune, but his brother died and everyone tried to convince St. Charles not to embrace the clerical state and become a priest, but he insisted that that was his calling. Nevertheless, he received the family fortune and he used it all to take care of the poor and the needy. At the worst time of the plague in Milan, he personally fed 3,000 people a day from his family fortune over an extended period of time. When he died, they said there was barely any furniture in the archbishop's residence because things had been sold to raise money to feed the poor. And he served them himself. He didn't just give the money, but he himself would serve the poor. He reminds us that the church has a preferential love for the poor and the needy, following the example of our Lord Lord Jesus who came especially to proclaim good news to the poor. And so we are called to follow his example by serving, by giving of our financial resources, but also giving of our time and serving the needy face to face. But we also have to remember that the greatest poverty is not knowing Jesus. So we need to lead others to him. The best way we can be shepherds, the best way we can lead others by love, by the goodness of our lives, is to bring them to Jesus by the example of our love and, again, by the words of our invitation because we also know the faith. My friends, let us pray that we will follow the example of that great priest, that great bishop, that great shepherd, St. Charles Borromeo, to be humble, practice that virtue of humility, depending completely on God, to proclaim the truth of the faith as prophets, to celebrate the beauty of the sacraments as priests, to live the goodness of love for others as shepherds. And let us count on the power and the care of his heavenly friendship, he who continues to watch over us and intercede for us, especially those of us who belong to this parish named after him. St. Charles Borromeo, Pray for us.